what a song to bring us into. That got me hyped. How you doing today, Tyler? Eh, I'm hanging in there. Uh, most, pretty much the most stereotypical answer to that question I could have ever possibly gave, but there we go. I feel like we've been sitting on the couch all day. You know, we've literally been just hanging in there. Yeah, no, it's legitimately been. This is what the fifth time I've gotten off the uh, off my ass all day. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of nice, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. But this is Unfiltered on KCOU. My name is Nick Swanson. I am here with Tyler Kading. This is your mom's favorite radio show, and we are back here once again every Saturday night starting at 10 p.m. And, you know, this is just where we just hang out, vibe, talk, you know, all the usual stuff. Sports Sports and things. Sports and stuff. Speaking of sports and stuff... And us being back, how about the Big Ten? Big Ten football is back. Eight-game schedule starting on October 24th. What do you think? I love it. I mean, you're, big. everyone likes to ride on the Big Ten because it's all defense. Big Ten's the closest we got to the NFL. I oh, mean, yeah. real, realistically, it's the closest we got to the NFL if you exclude Rutgers and Northwestern, which are the closest we have to high school football. But... <laughs> I mean, it's the more football, the better. I feel like we could all pretty much say that. So, no, I'm excited. I, it sucks that it's what a month, over a month away still. Yeah, but that, that kind of that kind of sucks. But hey, if we get it at some point, get to watch some of the best teams in the country. Which, yes, some of the best teams in the country do play in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. We had so we did our rankings today, which I tweeted out on my main media account. It's at N Swanson Media on Twitter. Shameless plug right there, but. This week was weird. Whenever I was going through putting all the numbers together, I was looking at these teams and I was like, how the hell are they ranked in our list? And then I remembered half of what we normally have is like Big Ten teams, Big Ten, Pac-12. Both of those conferences were excluded from the AP poll this week. So we excluded them in ours just because we want to stay relatively consistent with the AP poll. It was just weird. Like, we had, we had, what, Kentucky ranked? I mean, Louisiana Lafayette was actually ranked, like, yes. 19. Yes. So what were the, the bottom 25 was Pitt, who Pitt did not look good today. Yeah, let's. So, I mean, there's going to be some bet. If, this, if it stays like this for the next five weeks or whatever until the AP actually lets Big Ten teams in their polls, which I agree that they're not letting Big Ten teams in their polls. That's a different discussion. I completely agree with that. There's going to be some really bad teams ranked, which is fun. Yeah, but the bottom, the bottom of our rankings were... Army, BYU, Virginia Tech, Pitt, App State, who lost today. Consider, like, pretty easily. Marshall is so good. I have no idea where it came from. That or App State's just bad. Yeah. One of the two. Uh, Kentucky and Baylor. Those were, or no, sorry, not Baylor. Baylor just missed out. Kentucky was our 25. It's a lot of bad bad teams. Yes. None of those teams are ranked. None of those teams are close to ranked. Oh, no. If the Big Ten, Pac-12 are there. So... It's, I mean, if you look at the bottom bottom of the actual AP poll, App State was 23, Pitt's 25, Army was 22, BYU's 21. These are teams that are actually ranked. Mm-hmm. That are never, I mean, they're not tw- top 25 tal- caliber teams in a normal year. Yes. So yes. I mean, you're going to have a lot of bad teams. And I'm actually kind of excited for that because you get to see teams like Lafayette, mm-hmm. 19 in the country. You're not going to see that again. Exactly, yeah. Because, like you said, it's a bunch of random teams. Yeah. Like, we were missing, like, the Oregons, Utah, Ohio State, Penn State. Um, you can make the case for Iowa. I mean, just in the top ten, you're missing Michigan. Out, just in the top ten, you're missing Ohio State, Penn State, Oregon, mm-hmm. or probably three top six, top seven teams. Yeah, right there. I mean, right there, that's pushes top the bottom three down. That really shakes up the entire rankings. Just throwing those three in. Nevertheless, the bottom half, Minnesota, 
who's cl- going to mm-hmm. be clearly ranked. Minnesota's going to be starts. good. Yeah, so you have what? Probably missing out eight, ten teams in yeah. those two conferences. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's going to change how things look a lot. It's going to be completely different. Like, we'd probably have Louisville as our 25th. Not anymore. Well, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Speaking of, oh my God, Miami looked good. Derek King is really good. Derek King is amazing, and I've been saying this for years. He had that one year at Houston where he was amazing. It was like 60 total touchdowns responsible for or something crazy like that. And he was just so good, so much fun to watch. And But not everybody got to watch him because nobody watched, like, who who would be like, oh, let's turn on the UH game I mean, over unless, the Miami game? I mean, unless you're talking about um, – Draft prospects, which you had just had a couple of mm-hmm. over the years. No. So, yeah, I mean, I think everyone knew Derek King was good because at bare minimum, you're able to look at numbers and go, holy crap, uh, this guy's solid. Yes. But I, don't, I think it's he's going to have a big boost in his public perception. Oh, yeah. Being he, at my, well, A, just going to Miami, no matter how he did at Miami, unless he completely just horrible, mm-hmm. he was going to get a bump, even if he was worse than he was at um, UH. Yeah, he's, but, he's showing that he is a big dog, and he is doing big dog things with the big dogs. Yes. And it's weird that you're also throwing Miami in as one of the big dogs now, because that has not been the case for a couple of years now. Exactly. Yes. They had they had that one good year. What was it? Uh, it was our sophomore year? It was 2014, 2015-ish? Was that I mean, the year? Our sophomore year wouldn't have been 2014-15. Well, but, no, like like yeah. I'm saying in that general yeah, area. Yeah, I, I think so. That was that was the year they went what? It was 10 and 1 to start. Let's look it up. Right? Yeah. Go ahead, pull that up for me. But right now the score is 47 to 27 and he has looked amazing. The team has been great. Broke out the new turnover chain. That looks really good. It's a new thing every year. You never know what you're going to get. I think it was a great idea whenever it was first conceived and brought up. Not I every think team. What team was it? Um, oh, was this earlier today that had a basketball hoop? Oh, that was that was Pitt. Was that Pitt? I think that was Pitt. Yeah, but I I love the fact that they're having fun with it. But um, I go you're ahead. thinking brought this up. 2017, they were 10 and three. 2017, we're, that's what it was. We're number two in the poll at some point, and ended up losing in the Orange Bowl. Yeah, that they, year. That year they lost to, I think it was. Notre Dame, and it might have been Pitt. Uh, if my and laptop that, would I forget a bit faster, I'd be able to tell you right here. Yeah, but I forget who they played in the, in the bowl game. They lo- Their losses this year were, if I can ever pull up, ugh, I hate this website. This website makes everything so unnecessarily complicated all the time. Let's see. Their losses were last three games of the year. So they were 10 to 0. Yes. Yes, lost, I remember that. Lost at Pitt by at 10 Pitt, yep. to Clemson. That's who it and was. And then to Wisconsin. That's who it was. And they didn't they lose pretty badly to Clemson? They lost by 35. Yes. They exactly. lost by 10. Yeah. They lost by 10 at an unranked Pitt. They lost by 35 on a neutral site. That was the ACC Championship game to Clemson. And then they lost in the Orange Bowl to Wisconsin by that, 10. That pit game, that was, that was late November. That was around Thanksgiving, right? November 24th. So yeah, yeah I, was, I was in Orlando, and I remember yeah. I was watching this game on my phone at Universal because I'm just that dude. Instead of having fun in an amusement park, I'm watching college football on my phone. And I was like, holy shit, this team actually might suck. Real, realistically, they were the number two team in the country and they lost to Pitt. That, they win mm-hmm. that game. There's a very good chance to go into the ACC championship game that year, number one in the country. Yeah. The University of Miami, the team that realistically has not been a football powerhouse since the 90s. That was that was Brad Kaya, right? Uh, no, that would have been the year after Brad Kaya. 
Wait. No, uh, I think, no, I think this the year after Brad Kaya. Because Brad Kaya was in the 2017 draft. Yeah, so it would have been him. Wait, let's see. No, because it was the is 2017 that, Is that 2017, 2018, or is that 2016-2017? I, I think it's 2017-2018. Let me see. Um, stat. Uh, statistics. Please give me this. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I hate yeah, when when the U is good, they are so much fun to watch. Even when they're not good, they're fun. They're, they're like the Mets. Even if they suck, they're fun to watch because they're constantly making a mockery of themselves, and that's fun. That's fair, yeah. Um, no, it was Billy Crozier. Oh, okay. Was their starter, yeah. This was the, this was the first year Kyle This is the because Kyle was in that draft. This was 2017. The bowl game was 2018. Okay, I so got this would have been the first year after Kyle. Braxton Berrios was on that team. He really? Threw, he threw one pass for them that year for 17 yards. QB one right there. Bad boy. DJ right. Dallas threw a pass for that in that season too. Oh, oh for one, but he threw a pass. <laughs> We're gonna stick in the ACC. Syracuse Pitt. That game was certainly something. It looked it was a lot of fun to watch at towards the end. I hate when coaches give up on their teams. And I get that you can send a signal giving up on your team. You don't give up on your team ten minute in a ten point game with seven to go. No matter how bad they are, especially after you you refuse to make a quarterback switch. That's what Dino Babbers did. Yeah. Is, for as much crap as Vic Fangio deservedly got for how he managed the end of the Monday night football game, what Dino Babbers did right here was worse mm-hmm. in my mind. Because there's a very real chance they win this game. Because Pitt was not good. Oh, no. Pitt did not deserve that win that game. Kenny Pickett looked good. I'll give him that. Kenny Pickett was solid. No one else on that team was good. Yeah. And they still won deservedly because Babbers gave up on his team. Yeah. More ACC. We had uh, Georgia Tech facing number 14 UCF. Again, a very close game at the beginning. But UCF just ran away with this at the end. This game was... It's fun seeing Georgia Tech being able to put up points. Yes, it it's is. It's a lot of fun. Georgia Tech... I was really impressed with Georgia Tech's, Georgia Tech's offense. I think it's more or less a lot of the, oh, you just don't expect them to be good because they've never been good. Exactly. But yeah. they look like a they look like a really good offense today. And UCF's going to be a powerhouse mm-hmm. this year because they can score and they're not facing anyone. It's Cincinnati and Army. Yeah. Are there, That's their schedule. Do they play Memphis this year? Oh, yeah. Memphis, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be a good shit like big te- or um, New Year's Six Bowl contender. Yeah, with this I, offense, I wouldn't be surprised if they are. I just think that the the whole they aren't Power Five is going to hinder them in the rankings. I don't know if it will this year as much as most, especially if they can somehow. And I'm not saying I'm not sure if they will. If they could somehow make it out of um, that conference undefeated, okay. I think I think they're gonna there's gonna be a really hard time. In a year like this, for the committee to keep them out if they go if they get undefeated to that point, that's fair. Especially yeah. if there are not two or three, if there's only like one undefeated team. And the Americans been good this year. Well, yeah, and, and they they were good uh, last year. It was just that one year that they went undefeated that they and weren't, that, and that they proclaimed themselves as the national champions. They were bad. Yeah, but Cincinnati's good. Yes, Memphis is good. Yes, and so is UCF. Yes, that's three. I mean, yeah. Say what you want. The rankings are messed up because there's no Big Ten teams. That's three top. T- that's three top sixteen teams in the country right now. Mm-hmm. That's normal Big Ten. Yes, that because they normally have just a bunch of teams in the 2021-22 that are still solid, but not like contenders. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. yeah, no, that that conference is. I think I think they're gonna have a hard time if it's UCF, Memphis, Cincinnati, whoever it is, if they could somehow make it out of the American undefeated. I think they're gonna have a really hard time, really hard time trying to keep them out. Mm-hmm. Or justifying keeping them out. Number one, Clemson played the fourth best military school <laughs> in the country. 
whooped up on them, tw- 49 to nothing, did not score in the second half. Fun fact, Citadel is the first team since 2017 to hold Clemson scoreless through a half. There you go. Put that on a banner and hang that up on your football. Citadel field. was winning. Citadel was winning at halftime against Bama a couple of years ago and just held Clemson scoreless in the second half. Say, that means literally nothing. But take that what you will. They still lost by forty nine. Underrated. Underrated. Another air quotes. ACC school. Notre Dame whooped up on South Florida fifty two to nothing. I said air quotes ACC because Notre Dame is playing with the ACC this year just due to coronavirus and all that. Ian Book had three touchdowns. I don't care. He's still not good. Yeah, dude threw for one hundred and forty three yards. Like, come on, bro. You you put up fifty two points and didn't even crack one fifty. I'm really I'm really interested in more than one team to see once the rating rankings expand because Notre Dame you don't play Clemson until the end of the year. I don't think. Yeah, Relatively I think it's like the second to last game. Yeah, so they're more than likely going to be undefeated as I guess to the point where the Big Ten re-enters the polls. Mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued because by all intents no, and purposes— Notre pur- Dame's going to be like number five. By all intents and purposes, Notre Dame's a Big Ten school. Yes. Because they're Midwest, that sort of quote-unquote blue blood, mm-hmm. Ohio State, Penn State kind of looking at. Where do they compare to those two teams? I'm very intrigued to see that because I don't think they're anywhere near those two teams. Yeah. But 6-0 versus 0-0, here's where we get into the— Discussion the, on the, how these who, how these who gets in. how these polls are actually going to work because Notre Dame is legitimately probably going to be five and zero by the time the Big Ten even enters the polls. Mm-hmm. So more than anything, I think that's the team I'm most interested by because they also do they give them props for having a conference schedule this year? Maybe. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of factors going on with Notre Dame that there aren't for a lot of other schools. Yeah. And I'm just interested because of that. Also, did you did you see what Brian Kelly said at halftime of that game? No. Said I'm done. I'm done being the nice guy. We're going for the shutout. Was and maybe not verbatim. I, I like the spirit. Maybe not verbatim, but that was his. That was his. The meaning of his quote, and I. Or it was. I'm not trying to be. I'm not. I'm done being the nice guy. Was verbatim, for what he said at halftime of that game when they were beating UCF or beating USF by I think it was 35 nothing at half. I'm. I'm all for that. Just beat them into submission, which is what they did. Yeah. Last ACC game. This one actually didn't get played. North Carolina, Charlotte, it got canceled yesterday, I think it was. It was either yesterday or two days ago. It got officially canceled. So it wasn't an ACC game because it didn't happen. But an ACC team was involved. And I'm I'm mad that this game didn't happen because how is Heisman Howell going to happen now? Like, you're down a game. I wanted to see Charlotte play an actual team because I think Charlotte would have put up points. Really? I'm, that Charlotte that Charlotte team is really well coached. They've got some players. Okay. Okay. I mean, they're not they weren't going to beat North Carolina. Yeah. But but you think gonna, they would at least do something? They were going to keep it a lot closer than I think people realize. That Charlotte team's solid. Okay. Okay. I mean, keep in mind they won nine games last year. I'm pretty sure. That's nine true. Or nine. They did. So, they, they were pretty decent last yeah. year. Another game that didn't happen today, BYU Army, number 21 versus number 22. That one just got postponed, though, so we do we will potentially see that in the future. We already mentioned Marshall upsetting the house that Aliyah built. Or, sorry, that's Mizzou. Um, well. Aliyah Drinkwitz built Mizzou's football program, fun fact. He built it in the same essence he built App State's. That's true. He's, uh, only lost one, he's only lost one more game with App State than he has in his entire Mizzou career. That's very true. So. Number 19, Louisiana, in a very close game against Georgia State, won it in overtime, 34-31. Billy Napier not exactly helping his, oh, I'm going to be a Power 5 coach next year campaign yeah. with that one, but yeah, hey, he has his team ranked 19th in the country, could take that in the job interviews. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, number 13, Cincinnati whooped up on show favorite Austin P. 55-20. Oklahoma State in a nail-biter against Tulsa, 16-7. I thought this game was going to be far and away one of the best games of the day, and boy, was I wrong. Shout out to the West, rest of the world finally understanding how important that passing game actually was. Mm-hmm. Because... Everyone thought, oh, it was, just Ch- it was just Chuba Hubbard. And it's obviously not Chuba Hubbard anymore. Spencer Sanders goes down, what, first quarter, right? It was, yeah, first it was quarter, about, it was early about like quarter. 10 minutes into the game, something and like that. And they put up 16 points on Tulsa because mm-hmm. they were trying to pretty much rely on only on Chuba Hubbard. Yes. So I always, I, this Oklahoma State team, every year it's, oh, can this be the year they take the leap? Can this be the year they take the leap? I think we're now realizing how good their quarterback actually was. Yes, and that's that's what's so annoying about the whole, like, the Big 12 is Oklahoma and that's it. Because Oklahoma State is good. I mean, Oklahoma State was 11 in the country. There were 11 yes. in the country today. Yes. Um, Texas is good. And Kansas State normally is okay. This year they've... Kind of shit the bed, but like the the Big Twelve isn't bad. It's not bad. I'm yes, you're right. That's not bad. I'm very. I still have an issue trusting them when they go up against other teams, other conferences, though. Solely because yeah. the style the style of uh, the style of game they play. You're mm-hmm. not going to invest on defense when you could put up 55 points a game at will. Exactly. So them only putting up 16, even with Sanders hurt, is concerning though, because. But it's why Sanders doesn't have the cleanest medical bill of health ever. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. He was hurt for a lot of last year. Yep. And if you're only putting 16 up on Tulsa trying to rely on the run, just wait until you're playing teams that, I mean, Tulsa's not a like high-profile team. Yeah, Big 12 don't have defenses. They might probably have gonna, a couple teams are going to have stronger defenses than Tulsa. Yeah. Tulsa, so. Tulsa's defense held last year's leading rusher to under 100 yards. What, first time in, what, eight games that that happened? Eleven. Jeez. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or, yeah, this, if he got, if he got seven more yards, this would have been his 12th consecutive game with 100 yards. Yeah, so that, that's concerning if you're Oklahoma State in my mind. Mm-hmm. Even, even though you could say, oh, the quarterback went down. Yeah, you can't rely on your quarterback. This is the second leg injury in as many years. Yeah. You can't really rely on your quarterback at this point to stay healthy. And who knows if he's going to be back. We don't, we still don't know the extent of the injury. It's just an ankle injury is all we know. Yeah. And so Miami game is pretty much over. It's 47-34 with a minute and a half left. It looks like Miami recovered an onside kick. Or not Miami. Louisville recovered an onside kick because they had just scored, and now they still have the ball again. Shout out Brevin Jordan for finally realizing why, finally showing why he's going to be a first-round pick this year and a very good one at that. Mm -hmm. Brevin Jordan is a monster. 7-120 in a touchdown today. Yeah. The whole... The team is so underrated because think about it. If everyone was playing, like if every team played a normal year, Miami would not be ranked. I, I they'd be, honestly they'd be think on the, that. They'd be on the fringe. I, they probably wouldn't be. After this game they played here, they probably would have jumped into it. Yes. But they'd be on the fringe. Yes. Or I don't even know if they would have jumped into it here because in my opinion, I don't think Louisville would have been ranked either. But Louisville also would have been just on the outside. Yeah. Oh. So it would have been. <laughs> It would essentially have been 26 versus 28 or something like that. Yeah, Louisville just fumbled, Miami recovered. This game's over. (sighs) Great job. Great job. Great job, Louisville. Yeah, what a a game. 
But that, that's all we got for college football for now. We're going to head to commercial real quick, and then we will be back with some more NFL. We'll have NFL game picks, and then we've got a bunch of random shit later on. So, yeah, stay tuned in. Um, don't go anywhere, and tell your moms that we love her. Hey, Joey. I got some stuff you just got to try. What is it? Pop. You know, marijuana. Oh, well, I don't know. What, chicken? Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Okay. Get a pizza. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to him. Cowabunga. KCOU shirts are now on sale at Mod Vintage in downtown Columbia. I'll say it again in case you missed it. KCOU t-shirts are now on sale at Mod Vintage in downtown Columbia. All right, one more time. Just wanted to make sure you heard. Turn up the volume on your radios for a quick second. KCOU t-shirts now on sale at Mod Vintage. So why are you still listening to the radio? You should be going to... Wait, actually, no. Keep, keep listening. But also, the t-shirts are pretty cool. I, I think you should get them. We good? Great. NBA 2K 13? 14? 13 or 14, something, something like around that. There. Yeah. Classic banger. You know how it is. So last week we did our first official game picks here and we ended up tying through of course, through one we, did. Week. <laughs> of course we did we both have 14 points so this time you've got the more updated odds yep. so we're gonna run with yours i did this this morning i don't know how it changed since then so tyler you go ahead and run through vegas. those yeah vegas, vegas always changes. Changes. first game da- um, atlanta at dallas dallas favored by three and a half Dallas and I think they'll cover. I'm with you. Uh, Falcons, let's just put it this way. Their um, pass defense is pathetic. I mean, let's just, let's put it like that. And Dallas's pass offense is very good. Very freaking good. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't realistically don't think this game is really all that close. And I kind of like Atlanta too. It's just... That team that these teams don't match up well against each other. Yeah. Dallas should throw it all over them. I, I will say that I was very disappointed with the Cowboys defense last week. I figured it would be a lot better than it ended up being. I'm interested to see how they go up against the Calvin how they go up against Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and more or less a I guess two headed or rising us. star in What's his name? Gage. Russell Gage. Russell yeah. Gage. But you have you have the two star-studded passing offense, and then you don't really have that much depth behind it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you look with the Rams, they have not only really good coaching, but they have a lot of weapons. Yeah, I'm interested to see how Dallas rea- responds with a really completely different dynamic on a passing offense. I think it's going to be better for them, but. That very well could not be the case. Yeah. Um, next game, Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo favored by six in the... I was I was about to say the swamp, but it's definitely not the swamp. <laughs> in Miami. I, got? I have Buffalo by a lot. I think this will be a three-score game. I really, wow. like, I really like Brian Flores. I love what acquisitions he brought in. I, I think that the Bills' offense is very good, especially with Stephon Diggs now on the team. Dawson Knox, I love. Um, John Brown 
still seems to have something left in the tank. I think this is a good team. They've got a good defense that will shut down Miami's bad offense. Fun fact. Uh, Josh Allen has thrown multiple touchdown passes nine times in his career. Four for four against the Dolphins. He's done it four times against the Dolphins in his career in four tries. Rest of the league, five for 25. So Josh Allen owns the Dolphins is very much a thing. Yes. Dolphins look very bad against the run, but very good against the pass. And I think that does match up well against Buffalo mm-hmm. because Buffalo is a team that they don't really know their running identity just yet. So I think that matched up well. I'm going to take Buffalo to win because I think Buffalo is the better team. I'm, I'm taking Miami to cover because I really like Miami's coaching. I really like Miami's secondary. And I don't trust Buffalo's that the Buffalo knows what they want to do running the football enough just yet. Okay. So give, I think it's going to be really close. Give me Miami or give me Miami to cover Buffalo to win. Next game in Tampa. So just up the road from Miami, Carolina goes to Tampa. Tampa favored by eight. I really liked watching Carolina's offense last week. I get it. It was against the Raiders, whose defense is not good. You have Cleveland Farrell playing, by the way. Fourth overall draft pick, Cleveland Farrell. But I love Teddy Bridgewater. Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in the league. DJ Moore is extremely underrated. This is a good team, and I like it. But the Buccaneers have so much talent everywhere. They're missing Chris Godwin. Mike Evans is still going to be hampered. Mike Evans is going to be hampered. So I don't know how effective that offense will be. But I will very, very tentatively take the Buccaneers. To cover? What's the spread? Eight. No. Okay. I'm going with them to cover. Okay. Here, what's what's been the thing that we talk about with Tom Brady year in, year out, how you beat Tom Brady? Every year. It comes up every time. How do you beat Tom Brady? You hit him. You yes. contact him. Yes, you just run. Carolina run run. did not contact the quarterback once last week. They were the only team in the league not to register one quarterback hit. Yeah, Brady doesn't have really the weapons that he's going to be used to, but apparently he really likes Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller's going to be their one. So take what you want. Whether it's, I mean, he's obviously not Chris Godwin, but mm-hmm. obviously it's someone Brady trusts. Yeah. So I don't trust this Carolina defense. I really don't. They the, the Raiders drop what? 35? 34. 34? 34, 30. Yeah. Uh, the Buccaneers are a better offense than the Raiders considerably. So I think Ronald Jones is a massive game. I think they're able to throw the ball. I think Carolina is going to put up points, but I don't think they're going to put up anywhere near enough. Give me Tampa to cover. Okay. Next game, which is actually one I'm very intrigued by, Denver at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh minus seven. You go ahead and give yours first. I need, I need a second to think about this. Okay. I like this Pittsburgh team. I really do. Mm-hmm. They did not look convincing against the Giants. Ben looked bad. Neither did Denver against the Titans. No, they though. did not. Ben looked bad against the against the um, against the Giants, and that's the Giants. This Denver defense, say what you want. AJ Boye's out. Von Miller's out. Bradley Chubb's out. One hundred percent. They're a better defense. They're a better defense than the Giants are. In my mind, considerably better defense than the Giants are. Okay. The Broncos' offense did not wow me. They're going to get Cortland Sutton back. 
Jerry Judy's not going to have a massive drop because I trust Jerry Judy enough not to have a massive drop. My question is going to come in: Are they going to be one? Are they going to be one faced? Are they going to be able to get anything going on the ground? And I'd be tempted to say no because of exactly what happened to Saquon Barkley last week. They're going to be able to run better than the Giants did because the Giants run run defense run unblocking is the worst in the league, and I think they showed that very much Monday night. But that Steelers defense. I'm going the Broncos. I'm going a very, very close game. You don't have the home field advantage in Pittsburgh. Denver's coming from mile high. They have the one last day of rest, and that's massive. That's massive. However, going from mile high and playing at Pittsburgh, I somewhat think it's going to negate that. I'm not confident in this at all. I just was not impressed by the Steelers. And I still trust this Broncos team enough that, at bare minimum, they're going to keep it really, really tight. Give me the I'm, give me the Broncos. I'm not confident in it at all, but I'm very intrigued by this game. Because this is, this is not deserved to be a seven-point spread. Okay. I'm, I have a ton of faith in the Steelers' defense. So I'm going to go with the Steelers. Do I think it'll be... A seven-point game, though. I think it'll be closer. I, I really do. So, so you're saying, so you're saying Broncos? You're saying um, Broncos cover Steelers win? Yes. Okay. Next game at Lambeau, Detroit heads to the Packers. Packers favored by six and a half. Yeah, I think Green Bay is going to blow this team out of the water. So do I. I don't think I don't think the Lions are any good. I think they proved that last week yeah, when they that, straight imploded. I don't was, think they're any good. That was so bad. We'll say this though: watch two guys, Alan Lazard and Quintez Cephas, are going to go foot for foot. Especially since Equinemius St. Brown is out now. That was the key to their offense, you know. Quintez Cephas is catching more than thirty percent of his targets this year or this week. He only got thirty percent last week. Ten targets, only three catches. He's going to do better than that this week. So, so you, have, you have Packers yeah, covering? Yeah, I, I have Packers covering rather, relatively easily. Just wanted to give a shout-out to those two guys because they're both going to have massive weeks. Rams in Philly. This is the tightest spread of the week. Philly favored by one. I'm going to go with the Rams. The Rams' offense looked solid. I'm not going to say it was great. It looked solid on Sunday night. And the Eagles' offense didn't. The Eagles' defense let up, what was it, 24 points to the Washington football team who has a bad 20, offense? I don't have it pulled up. I want to say it was 27. 27. I think the Rams are going to win this game. So do I. And we said this about Philly last week, that their offensive line is just in shambles. Yeah. And they're going to get better because they get um, Matthews back. But it's Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. And I don't think one player is going to help you fend off Aaron Donald. I mean, it's not going to be as hard as it was last week because Washington's defensive line is better than the Rams as a whole. Yes. But Aaron Donald's going to wreak havoc on this team. They're not going to be able to get stuff going in the running game. Mm-hmm. I don't trust Carson Wentz to make stuff up on his own in the passing game. Okay. So I don't think it's going to be a very pretty game, but give me the Rams. I'm with you there. All right. Next game, Minnesota heads to Indianapolis. Indianapolis favored by three. I'm going to go with Minnesota. I was not impressed by the Colts last week. Granted, I wasn't impressed by the Vikings either. 
You better not have been impressed yeah. by the Vikings. No, <laughs> definitely wasn't impressed by the Vikings. But the Colts are... Uh, they're the third best team in the division. And they lost to the, in my opinion, the worst team in the division. I, I'm just Vikings. Vikings. I was going to say this. I was going to throw in the whole, oh, Xavier Rhodes facing his former team. The only issue is that the offensive coordinator from that team that he had is no longer there. Mm-hmm. So I don't like this Colts team. I really don't. I don't yeah. see, what anyone see what anyone sees in this Colts team. I think they're going to have fans, and that's a big bonus. But... I really just don't get what this Colts, what really anyone really sees. Phillip Rivers is worse against the Vikings than any other team in his career. I know it's only a four-game sample size, but worse really? against the Vikings than any other team in his career. Um, I think this is going to be a really low-scoring game because I don't trust either of these offenses to get something going. I do but too, yeah. Give me, give me Minnesota and give me the under. Absolutely. All right. Giant, next? next game, Giants head to Soldier Field. Bears favored by five and a half. I'm going to say the Bears cover. So do I. Uh, I. I mentioned it earlier with the whole Denver thing. Giants, same exact situation. They're not allowed in their facility on Tuesday. Get Wednesday. They have to travel. The exact same situation as the Broncos. Plus, that Giants team just isn't good. Mm-hmm. Like, realistically, let's just, let's just throw that out there. I don't know what you could have saw against Pittsburgh that you think that Giants team was good. Yeah, your top three players are Saquon Barkley, Will Hernandez, who is an offensive lineman, and... Will Hernandez, who is trying to lead a unit that looked really bad, by the way. Yes. And who would you say their third best player is? Um, Darius Slayton? Daniel Jones? Sterling Shepard? Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones? Very well might be Daniel Jones. Yikes. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. Uh, whoever the hell runs, runs the ball for the Bears in this game, Bears had the best run offense in football week one. So that's going to be very much. They're going to win at the point of attack. In both facets, they're going to win by a lot at the point of attack. Yeah, and no. that's that's a big thing. I I don't think this game is going to be close. I really don't. I think it's going to be a twenty-four to five. Not five. Twenty-four to seven. Twenty-seven to seven. Twenty-four to five would yeah. be very impressive. Got that on the. You know, screw it. Twenty-four to five. That's my that's my that's, that's my, my score prediction. Mitch could throw the ball backwards into the, through his own end zone at some point, right? Yeah, James did it that one year. Yeah. In that the, one, yeah, that wouldn't be the, that would no n- that's nowhere near out of the realm of possibility that Mitch would do something like that. So yeah, twenty four to five Bears. Um, Niners at MetLife facing the Jets. Niners favored by seven. I think the Niners are going to win by a lot more than seven. The, this, again, we've gone over this Jets team is in every sense of the word dog shit. Braxton Berrios is going to get probably fifty percent of snaps in this game for the Jets. God, yeah, that's, that's so very, 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 bad, very bad. Bro. George Kittle's going to be out, which is a big loss. But I'm legitimately talking Niners by thirty. Not like yeah. I'm not. I'm not even being facetious there. Like this game's not going to be close. Jamison Crowder, forty-five point three percent of his team's scrimmage yards week one. He's out. Yep. So rip my fantasy team. Yeah. That Jets team has precisely zero good football players on it right now. Yeah, their their best players Brashad Perriman. Adam Gase said something earlier today. He's like, 
Jamison Crowder is the best player we've had in three years. I'm like, what? A, I don't think there's been any coach that throws his front office under the bus quite like um he did right there. And he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong at all. That's the other issue. Le'Veon's also gone. Mm-hmm. So there's a pass catching back out of the backfield that you don't have. Another option you don't have for Sam Darnold. No, it's legitimately going to probably be like 35 to nothing. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to be bad. Jacksonville at Tennessee, Tennessee by seven and a half. Tennessee is going to cover. I, you're not you're not buying in Jacksonville. No, <laughs> I I still think that they're a bottom two team in the NFL. I really don't think, yes. I don't I don't know if they're that bad. I really don't because say what you want about the Colts. Nineteen for twenty. Oh, a, a legitimately looking really good passing offense. Gardner looked incredible. And I honestly, you can write that down and save that for the next time I shit talk Gardner. <laughs> at so 10, this week <laughs> at ten thirty eight p.m. on September nineteenth, I said Gardner Minshew looked incredible, but I don't think he'll be able to replicate it. I honestly don't, and I think this. This Titans offense is better than Jacksonville's. They're def- they have the ability to outscore them. I don't like Jacksonville's defense. They have Miles Jack, and that's about it. So you can say they've got jack shit. Am I right? That's perfect. I, I, I can and will shut off your microphone. Look at me. Um, only bangers over here. Okay. Yeah. Titans... Titans are going to cover pretty easily. I think. Jaguars match up well against the Titans. Jaguars have a really good, really had a really good running defense. Davon Hamilton looked really good against the Colts. Uh, also, Miles Jack now actually gets to play his position mm-hmm. this year, which is a big plus. This Jacksonville team is not a bottom two team in the football, and not a bottom two team in football. They're better than that, and I feel really confident saying they're better. They're better than that. Who, but who's the second worst team in football? <laughs> they have to, I, this might be an overreaction, but you had to go last week. The Giants. Like the Lions are, I think are, are considerably worse team. I'm still saying the Giants are considerably worse team. Those two, just off the top of my head, are worse teams than the Jaguars are. I think the Titans win this game. I don't think they cover. I don't think they get Derrick Henry going, and in turn, I think their um, play action is not going to be as effective, which is a lot of where their offense comes in. So I think they're going to win this game because I do think they're a considerably better football team than the Jaguars. But I don't think they're I don't think they cover. I think Jacksonville keeps it within seven. That's enough. That's the noon slate. Three. three. So wait, Tyler, what did you have? My bad. I had um, Tennessee winning, but Jacksonville covering. Okay. So three o'clock first football slate. Washington football team goes to Arizona. Cards by seven. I'm gonna go with Washington. Okay. They looked good. I like. I mean, them. yeah, I yes, like, they very I much. Like their team. They very much did look good. I can definitely give you that much. I like that team. I really do. And ah, uh, but D Hop, that's my guy. Ah, uh, Washington. Yeah, I'm gonna go Washington. What scares me is I don't know if Kyler Murray's gonna run, be able to run on this team. I. Uh, that's the thing. That's the issue. That being said, he's still good with his arm. This Arizona team is actually like legitimately a really good football team. And I don't think mm-hmm. people real I think people started to realize that against the Niners. I don't think they realized that yet. Like truly how good this team actually is. Yeah. I'm not saying it's be by a lot more than seven, but give me the cards to cover. Okay. Uh next game. Baltimore travels to Houston. They're favored by seven and a half at the Texans. 
Lamar Jackson is a bad man. Lamar yes. Jackson put up 49 on the Texans last season. The Texans had DeAndre Hopkins last year. And DeAndre Hopkins scored, does not play defense. Okay. And okay. they scored seven points against that team. Yeah. Baltimore by 24 plus. See, I really thought you were going to laugh at me when I said Baltimore by three scores. Nope. I really thought I you were going to laugh at all, me. I am all here for it. How bad did the start of the season be for the Texans? Dude. Week one, they faced the reigning Super Bowl MVP, best quarterback in football. Week two, they, week two, they get the reigning NFL MVP. Yeah, and probably a top three quarterback in football. Yeah. Um, this Ravens team's really, really freaking good. Um, yeah, I did. The Texans are going to be a lot better than their early season record indicates. That's got that's because the league screwed them over. But yeah, mm-hmm. give me the Ravens by a lot. Another game that's not going to be close. Chiefs head to Los Angeles. Chargers play their first new game at home, and they're also nine point underdogs. Yeah, Chiefs by fifty. Not not actually, but but oh, it's going to da- feel I'm, like that game. I'm damn close to saying actually Chiefs by fifty. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to go there that far, but Chiefs by a lot. The Chargers, the the Bengals looked good against the Browns. They weren't able to pull it out, but they looked good against the Browns. Like, their mm-hmm. offense looked really good. Which we'll talk about in a little bit if we have time. <laughs> the Chargers barely beat, probably shouldn't have beaten them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fat Randy missed a kick and then tried to play it off like he got hurt and then was, oh, oh it was fine for the next game. I thought this Chargers team was good. I don't think I flipped my mind anymore on one team yeah. than I did off the first what 17 games of the season as I did the Chargers yeah no I remember yeah. <laughs> I remember after that game yeah. I got back from work you were like you know yeah. maybe the Chargers aren't good yeah no um <laughs> I think I was way off with the Chargers yeah I'm Chiefs by 50 is a little much I'm legitimately going Chiefs by 30 though yeah I, I, I can think they're that. that I think I think they're I also think they're that good mm-hmm. so I like that. Um, Sunday night football. Patriots head to Seattle. Seattle favored by four. So excited for this game. Seattle will easily cover. You saw what Belichick said about Russell Wilson, right? Yes. And I would almost agree if Patrick Mahomes just decided to play baseball instead of playing football. Yeah, I'm, I know. He, I mean, Russell Wilson's the second best quarterback in football. I feel yes. pretty. I feel pretty confident saying that. So, I'm, yes, I'm, I guess easily. That's if that's what you're going for there. I'm with you. Yes. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. That seems like a lot from Belichick though, and I don't know whether that was like just a backhanded stab at the Chiefs beating the Patriots last year or what. <laughs> but that was, I mean, that was surprising to me. I'm going with the Patriots. Really? Here's why. Um, I'm not sure if you saw the screenshot that was circulating on Twitter the other day of what the Patriots did when they had an A gap that they could run through, a B gap that they could run through, a C gap that they could run through, a D gap that they could run through, and an E gap on either side. They had nine offensive linemen on a play. Jeez. This is a Seahawks team that doesn't have a defensive line. Yeah. Cam Newton's going to have one of the greatest games of his career in this game. Okay. Because it just matches up. I don't see how the Seahawks are going to stop them. I really don't. I, I'm i not sure if they're going to be able to throw the ball on the, on the Seahawks. They're sure as shit going to be able to run it down their throats. With Cam, with anyone they try to hand the ball off to. 
because Josh McDaniels is also smarter than whoever is seemingly running the Seattle de- Seattle defense. I don't even think they know who's running the Seattle defense. So yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm taking the Patriots straight up. I think also big part of Seattle at home is oh the twelfth man. That's not a thing. Yeah. So one thing I will will definitely have to keep in mind though is air quality in Seattle. That very well very much could mess with the game mm-hmm. if it's still as bad as it was last week or has been earlier this week, which I guess we really won't know until tomorrow. Last game, Monday night, Allegiant Stadium, its first ever game. New Orleans heads to Vegas. New Orleans favored by five and a half for the groundbreaking ceremony. I guess not groundbreaking. Raiders. No, Saints are going to whoop them. <laughs> I just, so want, just, I just, to, wanted, to, I just you, wanted to do the Raiders. You had so, to you do know. your. You just had yeah. to do your Chris Berman. I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, Saints are gonna whoop them. I'm with you. I don't think it's gonna be that as drastic as I think you do, because I that still off, do that not off, have any faith in this team. That offense without Michael Thomas is relying a lot on Emmanuel Sanders and Traquan Smith, and I don't know if I have any faith in Emmanuel Sanders or Traquan Smith. But yeah, no. Give me the Saints. Okay. Give me the think, Saints. Do you think they're going to cover? Yeah, no, give me the Saints by five and a half. I just don't think it's going to be 20 or something like that, which I'm guessing you probably do. I'll go more like 17 Okay, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's going to be that drastic. We're, we're going to do one more because we, <laughs> we didn't plan for the Thursday night games, so we missed – we didn't do a prediction for Bengals-Browns. It's, so, it's, it's, so it's so far out. Yeah, we won't, we, won't, we won't do we won't do like spreads. Just who do you think's gonna win? Who the hell cares? Miami, Jacksonville. Who just, the hell cares? Just Miami. Miami. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll agree on that. Okay. Both Miami. All right. Okay. We're gonna head to a quick commercial break, and then we're gonna run through all the random other shit that we have on the little schedule here. Stay tuned. Don't head out. We still got twelve minutes of the show, and again. To the moms, thank you all for listening. Stay tuned. McGruff here. The crime dog? Yep. I think I'm going to need your help. I've got an internet bully. Okay, well, what you do is... Maybe you could put a virus on her computer. Or a tracking device. Or a bug. You don't have to do that, all you... Or maybe we could get an attack dog. You ever see those attack dogs that can, like, rip a person's arm off? Seriously. Um, or like a SWAT team, a cyber SWAT team or something, or like an army. Did you ever see that zombie army movie? We should get a zombie army. Wait, wait, wait. All you need to do to stop an internet bully is delete their messages and never forward them on. So, no no zombies? No zombies. Bummer. Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it, don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. She take my money when I'm in need. Yeah, she's a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she a gold digger. Way over town. That digs on me. This song is quiet. I forgot how quiet the song actually was. Put it on the little bed music thing, and it's really, really low compared yeah. to the other ones. Yeah, it's such a good song, yes. though. Oh, my gosh. Kanye. That's a, I miss the old Kanye. We could, have, we could have done this entire show based on Kanye's last week. We could And it would have been very entertaining. It, <laughs> dude pissed on a Grammy. <laughs> like, what? What are you yeah. doing? I haven't read that contract he tweeted out. I really, I'm very intrigued by what that actually was about. And I guess I'm also not a lawyer, so I guess I'm probably not the right guy to figure that out. But, yeah. 
Okay, so tonight was the was game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. It was the Dallas Stars, who I predicted to be here, against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Dallas won game one, four goals to one. I really, I really want to see Dallas win it, just solely for the fact that we could have back-to-back Stanley Cup champion head coaches that are interims. Which I, I haven't been able to find it, but I don't think it's ever happened in any sport ever. I can't imagine it's happened in any sport ever. I wouldn't think it has. So Rick Bonus obviously took over for Jim Montgomery earlier or earlier this season when Montgomery was checked into rehab. Who good for Montgomery? Now it's a job again. I think I think it was St. Louis on their coaching staff, which I'm really excited to see and I'm really happy for him. But I don't know. Yes, they're up game. You're, they're up one. I still think the Lightning are better. I you see I've I been really, saying this. I really do. I've been saying this for almost. Exactly a year. The Dallas Stars are going to win the Stanley Cup Finals. The, the Stars are taking an entire page straight out of the Blues playbook and trying to hit anything that moves. And is that exactly a bad plan? Against, they hit four of them. <laughs> it's, it's not exactly a bad plan against a team like the Lightning, who's going to try to put the puck on net as much as possible, try to move the, move the puck as efficiently as possible. Mm-hmm. But there's a very much a risk factor in that in that. Um, mentality. I mean, it went to seven last year with the Bruins, and they were trying to play that exact mentality, and that came really... I mean, it wasn't exactly a dominating Blues performance in seven. So, this is going to be a really tight series. I'm really excited for it, but uh, still, I know it, the Lightning have to win four before the Stars win three, but yeah. I think the Lightning are a better team, so I'm going to say they win four before the Stars win three. That's that's, that's just me. I don't know how many games this is going to go. I could not tell you, but... Do you want to just give us a guess? Seven, why not? More hockey, the better. Okay, I think it'll go six. I think the Stars will win in six. See, again, I really do want to see the Stars win, because I think there's a team's really interesting and really fun, but... Yeah. I just don't see it happening. So, earlier, literally as we were coming on, the UFC fight night ended. It was on ESPN+, Plus. so if you don't have it, it's like five bucks. I highly recommend it. If you do like weekly UFC, weekly baseball, weekly soccer's on it too sometimes. Yep, a lot of soccer's on it. Yeah. Um, they've got some of the smaller school college football I how you've games. Turned, I love how you've turned the radio show into pining for, of all companies, Disney. Yeah, I really didn't plan on it. But hey, ESPN Plus, you need a marketing guy, bro. I got you. Fairly, just let me know. I'm fairly certain Disney has actual marketing people. Let me know. Just, you, I'm just, just going to throw that out there. You Twitter, ESPN Intern 24. I know you're listening. <laughs> but no. So hashtag Mizzou made Tyron Woodley headlined tonight's UFC fight night and faced Colby Covington. And Woodley lost via TKO in the fifth round. Did he get the 20 seconds of control? Let's check. I, mean, I know you had to pull up earlier. It was at 14. Yeah. And at the end of the fourth round. It was. So. It with, was something. That's for so sure. So without half, without actually having watched the fight, because we were driving over here and I didn't have it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the referees for literally almost watching Tyron Woodley die. Yes. I, I want everyone <laughs> to know how. How, like, bad it was. So, Woodley had uh, Covington in, I guess it was a, it was just a regular old headlock. And Covington picked him up and brought him down and his leg hit funny. And it looked like, it looked like something snapped. But nothing like broke skin or anything. It was just a really hard, sudden landing that looked like it did damage. Woodley went down immediately, and 
they just called it there. They called it so a TKO. Yes, it, it was a TKO. And no Woodley. So he only landed 67 strikes as opposed to Covington's 232. <laughs> 14 were to the head opposed to Covington's 47. Oh, my God. And Woodley had 14 seconds of control as opposed 14. to as opposed to Covington's 12 minutes and one second. I'll say that's a pretty dominating performance. Yes. The only category percentage-wise that Woodley outperformed Covington in was takedowns because he was one for one when Covington was three for eight. <laughs> This it sounded like you got what you paid for with the five dollar fights. Yeah, it, it was a it was a molly whopping. The only other relatively notable fight on here or notable fighter on this card that not a whole lot of like actual diehard UFC guys would know is Donald Cowboy Cerrone against Nico Price. That was the fight right before the main event. And it ended in a draw. So nothing super entertaining. Probably more entertaining than just watching Tyron Woodley get his face beat in for 15 minutes. That's true. Very true. Uh, basketball, we had, again, as we were here, the Celtics heat game ended. And Celtics won 117 to 106, bringing the series to 2-1. to one. Miami still leads. And Jalen Brown was amazing. Jalen Brown had 26 points on 11 for 17 shooting and just absolutely killed it. That is my that is my guy. He is, in my opinion, the best player on the Celtics. I know everyone's like, oh, Jason Tatum. Tatum shot two for seven from three. Granted, he had 25, 14, and eight, which is good. But I'd rather take the 26, seven, and five on... That looks like maybe 60% shooting. I'll say this. If the Heat somehow managed to win this game, the Celtics were going to lose by 50 in game four. Mm-hmm. After what happened after game two, if they somehow managed to lose game three, they were legit going to lose by more than 35 points in game four. Yes. I'm still thinking the Heat rather easily, though, because this Celtics team is going to wear down. I think you already started to see it. Gordon Hayward came How many back. minutes did he play? He played 31 minutes. Wow. Coming off the bench. Wow. He was two for seven, one for three from three, only had six points. He had six, five, and four, three steals and a block. Hey. Gordon Hayward was the defensive player of the game, <laughs> without a doubt. And that is the re- he is the reason that the Celtics won this game. And I, ta- I was talking with our good friend, Jackery Sarkis, Sack Warkis, all of those nicknames that he has. Because he's a Heat fan. I'm a Celtics fan. We were talking about this. And I told him... Yesterday, while we were at work, whenever I got the notification saying that Gordon Hayward is probable for the game, I said the Celtics are going to win that game because of what he does. And they did. So I think with him being back, I think the Celtics have a legitimate chance now to come back, and I think they could win this in six or seven. Six would be amazing. Yes, they would have to win the next three in order to do six. I think that it will be seven games. I still still don't see how this team's going to last another seven games. I I, I just don't see it. I'm just holding out hope. 
Same thing with the Nuggets. Uh, I mean, they came back in the second half almost. They did. Nuggets but lo- unfortunately lost the game, so Lakers are up 4-1. Let's pull up They're all up the— They're up 1-0. Sorry, 4-1. What are we <laughs> talking about? They're up but 1-0. Nuggets have also played 14 games. They're now 15 games in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's another team that's going to wear down eventually. Yes. Yeah, no. So I think the Lakers might sweep. The Lakers might sweep this series because all credit to the Nuggets. They've looked really – they've been really fun. They've – backs against the wall. They've kicked out of it twice. Mm-hmm. Been really impressive. But A, the Lakers are probably a different animal than the two teams they faced. And B – Doing that a third time is next to impossible. Yeah. So Anthony Davis. So the Lakers won on what was it? What's what's today? Saturday. They won on Thursday. Anthony Davis almost had a forty piece. He had thirty seven, ten, and four. LeBron had fifteen, six, and twelve. The Nuggets are fun and all. They're not winning the series. No, I don't see any conceivable way that happens. I don't. The problem with the Nuggets is they're one piece away, in my opinion. I legitimately for think. <laughs> Why not? Full sign. Let's do it. Fuck it. Paul Millsap, <laughs> Gary Harris, and Michael Porter Jr. for Giannis. Boom. Nuggets instant <laughs> championship contenders. Like instant legitimate championship contenders. Let's do it. I don't see the issue with that. I don't see any issue with that whatsoever. I, I hope that we can see another Nuggets miracle 3-1 comeback, but I really don't think it's possible. I think I think the Nuggets will steal a game. I think it'll be Lakers in five. Okay. That's what, that's what you said prior to the series, right? Yeah. Five, Lakers five, yeah. So I don't think much has really changed on anything outside of the first three games. I think more or less just gone what I expected, and I think you're the same. I think both series have more or less gone to what you expected. Yeah. So far, obviously, obviously only one game with the Lakers. Yeah. So, yeah, that's basketball. Yeah, that is basketball, and basketball is one of the weirdest sports to predict. But that is all the time we have for today. I am Nick Swanson. This was Tyler Kading. We are here on KCOU Unfiltered on KCOU 88.1 FM. This was your mom's favorite TV show. Nope. Thank you. Not a TV show. I am. Oh, my gosh. Your mom's favorite radio show. Sorry. Sorry about that. I would like to (laughs) shout out all of the... All of these moms, specifically Kenny's mom, uh, (laughs) Miss Van Doren, thank you for leaving the nice post on my Facebook page after last week's episode. Thank you all. Have a great night. Stay safe. This was Unfiltered on KCOU 88.1 FM. Hey, this is Tommy Wizzle, and you listen, Columbia, KCOU 88.1 FM. Hopefully you have a groovy time. Yeah. Chopstick came with a large long man, extra clip in it, nigga, I ain't got no aim. Ball main, pocket filled, fresh romaine, and I stay with the cash like an exo chain. 5,500, nigga, that's your reign. When I go to the club, make a storm hurricane. Nigga pull up, think he G.I. Joe, man. 762, turn him G.I. Jane. That Rico and Boo, baby, knee high, man. Now when I look down, you know I can't see my aim. Mash your F with some rats, gave her three times ten. Put her right in the condo, put her in the bin. And I did all of that, no one see her again. And honestly, on the better things, that's a freak. These niggas groupies, they peons, man. King of my city like Leon, man. Hit her these niggas by E. Yeah, man. She let me touch for the free arm,